You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, we have two hot topic conversations from the Lewisburg area. Local news, we have an alder meeting quick cliff note on that one. Few jokes, motivational messages always. We have a new segment called Random Facts You Would Likely Didn't Know. We have a little local history brought to you by the Soda County Museum. We have a movie and TV review, as well as our local high school sports. Wow, that is a nice little new little rundown you gave us, Zach. I gotta say, I was a little iffy when I was reading it, but you ran through that, and I think the audience is really going to enjoy being able to know what we're talking about before we start. Yeah, what do you call it? We had a few, little bit of conversation over the Christmas break about people like to know what's going to be in the episode instead of having to listen to the entire thing and hoping they're going to hear something or know about something. And I was kind of like, you know, kind of like a table of contents, kind yeah. of, you know, in an audio way. But hey, whatever, we'll give it a shot. Uh, I hope y'all like it. We got some really cool stuff. We love some of the new things as well as some new advertisers. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a great year. Really, really appreciate last year. And, uh, I want to start by saying thank you to our sponsors and advertisers last year. We have had amazing feedback from them and they are continuing with us this year, which is a huge thing for us. That's what allows us to have this show and we can't thank them enough. And, you know, and I think we should start off with our, our number one guy and that's Brian Couch, Cash. Uh, you know, he works for Team Couch, uh, Birch Realty, and they are the number one realtor team in DeSoto County, heck, in the tri-state area around here. Guys, if you're in the market to buy or sell a house in DeSoto County, this market is so unique. Volume is low, but the market is hot. I was about to say, it seems like that volume is going to be picking up over the next couple of years. So you definitely want to make sure you have somebody that can guide you through this entire thing with all of the cascades, silos, and different things popping up. Go to yeah. someone that you can trust. Man, this is it's, it's so true. You, you mentioned some big deals. I mean, DeSoto County is exploding. The housing market is still very expensive and hot. And so you want to make sure you got the right team with you is going to make sure that you're getting the right kind of amount when you're selling your house. Or when you're buying a house, you've got a team that's really committed to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. Guys, go to teamcouch.com and you can see all the things they do. Like I said, this is a full-service company. It's not just one guy who does it part-time. It is multiple people. They're going to make sure you're 100% satisfied. Or you can call their office at 1-662-449-1700. Or you can call Brian personally at 1-901-461-7653. All right, guys, let's get right into those hot topics. Hot topic number one, should CNN 10 be in schools? Guys, if you go to the Lewisburg Community Facebook page, it's a great place to get some common conversation between the locals here. And one of the hot topics, like I said, was CNN 10. For your background, there was a grandmother who lives out of state who has children that go to the Lewisburg area schools. And she brought up the conversation of that she was not pleased that the schools are showing CNN 10 as a news organization as part of learning or teaching in the classroom for anybody who's sixth grade or above. And this brought in over 350 comments, 500 likes, even so much so that it got a little contested and the post was deleted. Wow. However, I wanted to bring this up on the conversation because it brought a lot of teachers, a lot of local community people, even people outside the county talking about it. You know, and it brings up two things. Like I said, should it be in this classroom and whether or not CNN 10 is a biased news situation that should be in the classroom anywhere? So let's get some background. Number one, CNN 10 is actually the replacement for what is Channel 1 News. Now, uh, when I was uh, teaching at DeSoto Central, we did Channel 1 News every single day. And the most boring 10 minutes to start off your day that you could ever ask for. But I mean... 
it, it gave you a little bit of something new that I definitely wasn't going to be following in any other shape, way, or form. So it's nice to get an outside source to right. be able to fuel that. Yeah, and so its primary goal was is news brought to you by other students. Mm-hmm. And it was only current events and the local news from a student's point of view. And that it was completely non-biased. It, was, it had no angle. It was no opinionation. It was truly just students reading off facts about things that were going on locally around the country and around the world. And you would learn sometimes a cool fact of something that's international, something you wouldn't know. It was a great educational tool. It was changed to CNN 10, but CNN is just the producer of the program. The content is almost identical. It is still just news and facts that is unbiased and gives kids current events from around the area as well as international and nationally. And so for anybody that's concerned that they see the word CNN in the front of this and they think that you're getting Anderson Cooper or Rachel Maddow <laughs> or somebody else telling you that you know everybody who's a Trump supporter is awful and that the world's going to you know wear a handbasket and all that kind of stuff, no, it is not that. Out. That is not what's going on here. Um, and so then it came down to the other part of it. Should it be used in classes as part of education? Um, and when you are sixth grade and above, current events are a huge part of what your education is because you are developing your own opinions. Mm-hmm. You're developing knowledge of your community, around your community, nationally. And knowing what's going on around you makes you a more well-rounded person as well as you're able to use that as an opportunity to create discussion, uh, form opinions, have debate, and make it in a healthy manner so that a child can learn to express an opinion without being judgmental of others for expressing theirs. And this is the perfect place to do that in a school setting. As we all know, we are a very strongly divided nation right now because we have lack the effort or the expertise, it seems like, to be able to share an opinion without feeling <laughs> that you're going to be judged or degraded or name-called or something of that nature. That's why social media is such a lively platform. Uh, Well, I mean, it sounds like this post kind of did exactly what you just said and divided a lot of people and brought up a lot of opinions. But it also has the opportunity, like you said, to bring open a lot of discussion, which is always going to be the most important thing. And these kinds of things are needed and you need to be able to hear both sides of the fence. Right. And here's the deal. You know, the grandmother who was talking on this post, a lot of people threw a lot of shade at her for her comments, but she has the right to her opinion. Absolutely. And, and she also know, she didn't up- like it. And she was expressing she didn't like it. And get this, there was a lot of people in those comments that supported her view, didn't like it. Some talked about how they homeschool because they're concerned about it. Some think that it doesn't matter if it's not biased or that. Just seeing the word CNN is enough to say, I don't want anything to do with it. You know, it's one of those things. You know, of course, there's always those people who make jokes. Let's get Fox 10 on there or something else, you know, and let's get Tucker Carlson and da, 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 da. So, you know, that's the deal is that we should be able to have conversation without insult. We should be able to express opinions. And we are exercising this right now on this podcast, as well as what they did on this post of what your kids need to learn how to do it healthy wise. And so taking that out of the classroom. And then guess what they see, what they're seeing on social media. And we wonder what's going wrong with society is that becomes their driving point of, oh, it's okay to badmouth or talk awful or make videos, make fun of people on social media because they're not facing you. There is no personal connection. There is no, there's also no consequences. There's no consequence. Great word and stuff. And so if anything, we need to make this stronger in the classroom. And that's coming from an administrator at a DeSoto County Schools, you know, building, you know, and I'm just telling you, as a teacher and who has several teachers, 
Um, guys, be supportive of this. This is something that helps your kids. You know, and if you're concerned that you're worried about bias or so, this is where you talk to your kids at home and let yeah. them know how you feel and what you feel like the proper raising is. And if you hear something different from that, then y'all have a conversation about it. Again, it's going to breed that proper conversations and ways of expressing opinions so you can make intelligent decisions for yourself. No, I mean, I think if for some of those parents that are concerned, like you said, just sit down and talk with your kids and see what they heard from that CNN 10. And then you can decide, well, I guess I really wasn't that biased or it was just the opinions. Now, how do you feel about it? This is how I feel about it. I mean, this is just another way for everyone to be able to sit down, talk and have conversation and get to know each other a little bit better. Amen, brother. Amen. Hot topic number two, people. Guys, if you live in the Lewisburg area, this is going to bother you. Crosswinds development. Now, this is that new big development right there at Vaden and Craft. They are trying to continue to make those lots smaller to get more lots in. Now, if you remember, we talked about this about a month or so ago. You know, we this place was about 40 acres, I believe, and they were trying to do a whole lot of lots. And Cash and I were making fun of it because we're like, you know, patio homes. You know, yeah. you know, basically container homes, you know. You can tickle each other. <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing over there, you know? Uh, they are really pushing hard to make these lots smaller. So if this is something that concerns you, you feel like this is going to hurt your area, then you need to mobilize and go to these meetings and express your concerns. Now, guys, they have two meetings on this. Now, the first one was this past January 6th, and the next one is January 18th, and that is at 1 p.m. Now, I always hate that they have these things at times like that because it almost is set like, no, we don't want anyone to come here. And it's going to be hard to get off in advance for people that want to come and fight this. But if you have the opportunity, this is something that is worth trying to get off and going to fight for. Yeah, the common argument here is is we don't want it. Um, the smaller lot sizes are going to negatively affect uh, the value of homes in the area. Uh, it's going to lead to where if you do it in one place, it's going to have it everywhere. We People move out to the country area to have larger estates, one acre, one and a half acre lots, at least half acre lots, things of that nature. Um, that's all great and dandy, but those aren't technically... Uh, reasons for the planning commission or the you know the alderman or your supervisors whoever to say no yeah it. because if it, you have to remember um, I fought against a gas station being built around my home and everybody in the neighborhood in this area we mobilized together we shared our opinion we went to the supervisors we explained our displeasure but we went to it with we went to it with ammunition yeah not you got to have words. some data unfortunately and, you can't just have feelings because right. I do agree with you. One of the big things about Mississippi is being able to have an acre, two acre lot. Well, you know, being able to get to know your neighbor because you only got like 15 of them. Right. And you're waving from a distance at each other. You know, you have that opportunity. But like you said, the planning commission is like, well, if we get more people, that's more taxes. That's more things that money that we can use with. So you've got to be able to come with information, roadways. Do they have everything planned for to be able to fight this kind of stuff? Right. And so like if you feel like that, you know. Like you said, living in the country, you should have larger lots. You shouldn't be on top of your neighbors, et cetera, so on. Then, then here's the deal. You have to attack it from the reasons the planning commission, the planning commission can deny it. Um, you know, does it bring a negative effect to the area and community? Does it, um, you know, like example, like when we fought against a gas station, we talked about how lighting at a gas station would change the dynamic of the community and area. And that was a big deal. We also talked about how will it affect the, the ground and level and the areas like that. The gas station, you know, it leaches out chemicals. 
fuel, and oils, different things like that. Hurt the air, water, all that kind of stuff. And we talked about increased traffic. We talked about an element of bringing more crime. We, there's a lot of things we brought to the table and to where the, uh, the board supervisor and all that stuff were like, yes, we see that. And they voted down that gas station out there. So, because believe it or not, they want to be on the community side, absolutely. But they have to have reasons to be able to tell these businesses. Yeah, I mean, the people, the people who are developing the place want to want this because it increases profit margin, more houses, more money in a great school area. I mean, it makes total sense. And if you were that developer, you would could you would want to do the same thing. You know, you understand that. Um, So, I'm just telling folks, if you guys if you want to go to the January 18th meeting, this affects you in that area, and you want to hear your voice. I would encourage you to make sure that you have your guns loaded when it comes to information, knowledge, and what criteria is needed for the planning commission or the supervisors to negate this. Uh, Don't just go in there hollering, we don't want it, we don't want want it, because then you're going to come out very frustrated. And remember, it is January the 18th, the Tuesday after this episode drops, so we will mention it again next week. All right, guys, it's time for our news. And number one, we want to let you know that there is a change in the DeSoto County Schools policy for January. Due to a lack of COVID testing at this time, DeSoto County Schools will make a temporary change to the absentee policy for the month of January and only January right now. If your child is showing any symptoms, but you are waiting on available testing, here are the steps to follow. Please keep your child at home. Contact your school's attendance clerk. And after the clerk is contacted, your child will be marked as quarantined for attendance purposes while you are waiting testing and getting results. Contact the school nurse if you have any questions or concerns. Please provide your school nurse with test results upon your child's return to school for attendance purposes. So on one other note, guys, it makes sure that you're continuing to check for symptoms on your kids, guys, before and after school. It's very important. The new uh, variant, as they say, guy, I ain't talking about COVID, et cetera, so on. It is very contagious. My wife works in the medical field. It is everywhere. And, it, you know, luckily they say it's more of a non-lethal version compared to the original. I mean, from what I've heard, it's kind of like having a two-wall thing to where it gets through the first wall. But your antibodies are so built up and everything against fighting COVID that it's able to easily handle it. That's why you're getting a lot of positive tests, but not a whole lot of cases or the hospitals being like they were. Right. So... Again, guys, be safe. Do your best you can. Again, just I think the biggest deal here to come from this and this, uh, the school policy is communication. Yeah. You know, if you're checking your kid and you're worried and you think like that, they're going to take care of you. We're going to let you quarantine at home and so on, you know, while you wait to get tested. And so uh, take care of your kids. Be safe out there. And waiting to get tested can take forever. I drove by three clinics today trying to go get gas and every one of them was just wrapped. It looked like Popeye's. I oh, was yeah. like, I've never seen so many people in line for something. Yeah, I mean, people are worried, but hey, you know, you want to make sure you take care of yourself. And if you have loved ones that are high risk of other things, you want to make sure you're not spreading it to, you know, lose a loved one. And I, we totally understand that. Again, just be safe out there, people. Guys, our next bit of news is that there is going to be an annual tree giveaway in February. And that is on February 10th, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And the event will be held at the indoor soccer field right there at the Bank Plus Sports Center. That's right across the street from the bowling alley. They're going to have over 25,000 seedlings to give away. The giveaway will begin at 8 and until trees are all given out. Seedlings will be giving out first come, first serve, as well as they have volunteer opportunities available if anybody wants to help in this great community event. You can talk to Malia Tias and you can reach her at DeSotoCountySWCD at gmail.com for more information. And we will put that email in our show notes. Guys, here's an example of some of the trees they are going to be having for the giveaway. A Babylon Weeping Willow, a Bald Cypress, Blueberry Bush, 
Eastern Redbud, a Ginkgo, a Hydrangea, Loblowly Pine, which... Loblolly. Loblolly. There we go. <laughs> One I'm of my favorite here. pine trees, by the way. <laughs> okay. Well, is there a big difference on it or just... Uh, Loblollies have long needles um, and they grow extremely fast, somewhere between three and four feet a year. Oh my goodness. And so they are fast growing. That's what most of the pine belt of the Mississippi area has. That's okay. where your lumber comes from a Loblolly pine. Uh, you come to my house all the time. All yeah. of those pines out front are Loblollies. Okay. Nice little thing for me to be able to see. Uh, native pecan, or are you pecan as well, or are you pecan? It's a pecan. Okay, thank goodness. Uh, I thought we were going <laughs> to have to just end this friendship. Like that again. <laughs> you can get your nice little pawpaw trees, a persimmon, a red mulberry, river birch, sassafras, which is always a nice little fun one to say, a little sawtooth oak, spice bush, sweet bay magnolia, tulip poplar, white flowering dogwood. I do love dogwood trees. There's just something real special about them. White oak, willow oak, and Yoshino cherry. Woo. Man, that's Probably like two list. seedlings of that. You know, they're probably <laughs> called for. And one of the volunteers goes, I got those. You know? <laughs> yeah, they've already been given. I'm first in line. They've already been given away, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they were already planted. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, 25,000 trees. And I mean, to just be able to go get it and plant it, like that, this is a wonderful thing. Yeah, and for man. anybody, like, especially all the brand new houses, watching a tree grow up with your family and seeing all the different things that can happen with it it really is something special so one of the coolest things ever a good friend of mine um he's a local dentist here i won't call him by name what he did he planted a whole bunch of trees and what he did is he had his two sons Mm -hmm. were of a certain age they were very young a couple years old right and he stood them up next to the tree and so when they were 10 years later he took the same picture in the exact same spot so his son's 12 yeah in the tree right unbelievable it is one of the coolest things. So, you know, people talk about putting marks on the side of a, you know, you know, a door frame for your kid growing up. Take a picture with a tree you've grown every year and, and just see the difference of how cool it is. Because you get to watch your child grow, but you also get to watch something you planted grow with it. One of the coolest experiences ever. I wish I had done it when my kids were young. Truly, and, truly cool. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, I just remember having trees when we first got to the house that my parents had and everything and then just watching them grow as I grew up, it was just something that was phenomenal. And then, you know, we'd always be able to play in the yard with it. And like, you'd just be like, I could do that last year, but now you've gotten taller and yeah. fiercer <laughs> and those kinds of things. You're blocking my football. Back, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of trees, cash, it always makes me think about our amazing advertisers, Michael Hatcher and associates guys. You know, we talked about a lot last year. Guys, they did amazing things last year for our community and are continuing to do it this this year. They're ramping up their efforts. Do you know that we had the snow and ice potential coming into the day that Michael Hatcher Associates came over to our school, did not call, did not mention anything like that, and they spread that salt belt everywhere before it even came to make sure the, kid, the school was going to be safe. That is they did awesome. it over there at the Center Hill Schools area. Didn't call nobody like that. We just happened to catch the truck out there, and I ran down the guy. I was like, what's going on? You know, because I didn't have a PO for this. Yeah. And that's my job. And they're like, Mr. Hatcher, we, they just donated this. We want to make sure the kids were safe. That's what and kind of company we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And it you know, doesn't cost them that. money, yes. time, effort. A, that, that's, what, that's what I love about this. And so for them to be an advertiser for us, you know, Russ Need, the CEO over there, is phenomenal. Uh, you know, they've got some great sales guy. One of my friends over there, French Hobbs. Uh, you know, there's just... Just, just great people. Just, just really good people. It's a great company. And heck, I tell them all the time, I said, when I retire from school, I know I'm <laughs> going to get a job. So 
Guys, if you want to get a job at a company like this, it really does it right. Really does it great for the community. From the ground floor all the way up to upper management. And they promote from within, which is something that is absolutely huge. I mean, we just talked about taking a photo, growing with a tree. Well, how about you do that and grow with a company? Yeah, no doubt. Look, right now, they are still hiring. They are such an expanding company. Go check them out. Go to HatcherLandscape.com. You'll see what kind of offers they have out there, what kind of positions they're looking for. I know it's cold outside, and you're thinking, well, yeah, landscape company. No, no, no. They do mulching, landscape, do commercial stuff. They do a spray. You name it. They do it all. This is to go check out. And look, if you have any questions or your concerns, this or so on, or just curious, go call Gabby. She is their talent acquisition manager. She is phenomenal. Cash, what's that number? one 3207 Continue with our news, guys. A federal judge is forcing the city of Horn Lake to allow the construction of a synagogue right there on Church Road. The city of Horn Lake had previously denied this approval for construction, but a lawsuit filed by the ACLU on behalf of the people wanting to build it was successful and awarded the right to build, as well as the judge awarded money for damages and attorney fees against Horn Lake City. This will be the first synagogue in history to be built in DeSoto County. Yeah, I remember you and me talking about this, I think right about when the show started, because that's when it was first denied over there in Horn Lake. And I was interested to see if anything was ever going to follow suit by it being denied. And, well, I think we can see that it has. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's coming. Religion is a hard one to be able to try to fight for any real reason outside of it. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's one of those things where the city was trying to, um, you know, deny it. I guess they just weren't doing it the right way. Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, they they tried to say for the music reasons and uh, I know uh, noise ordinances or things that they were going to try to be trying to fight it for. But uh, anything with religion is going to be hard to deny full, oh, yeah. full no, no, no. Well, it's coming now, you know. And uh, yeah. I'm going to be interested to see the traffic that it brings onto Church Road and how big the community we actually have in DeSoto County. Because like you said, it's the first and only one in DeSoto right. County. Well, it, I've seen the, the proposed pictures for it. It, it is a massive, yes. massive facility. You know, it, it actually <laughs> actually has like an exterior wall structure. With stone and uh, I mean school. the money awarded to them is going to be needed for how big and I mean it looks like it's going to be gorgeous. Well, the uh, they were awarded twenty five thousand I think in damages and then they had to pay the attorneys fees. It's not like it was more or less just a headache because it's it was less than a one year lawsuit. Yeah, you know, so it, it went by quick on that in, in that retrospect. Um, but guys, if you know if that's not something for you, and you're thinking this is a bad situation, you know, you know if you're uh, want to sell your house fast, or yeah, guys, we we were just joking, you know. But anyway, if you have a home that is maybe outdated or is in bad shape, or if you know someone who they could probably benefit from the idea of selling their house on a quick cash offer, because you know they don't have the time, the effort, the means, really anything like that, and you want to you know just get rid of a house quick. You know you're gonna you want to deal with a local company that's going to take care of you, not something you have to worry about being scammed from out of state or national, whatever. Uh, guys, go check out Rodman Properties. They have a website. It's called iBuyDeSoto.com. Uh, it is a great website. It's very user friendly. It has a contact list on there as well as a informational sheet you can fill out that lets them know what you're thinking. They'll contact you back, or you can even call them. Their contact information's on there. Also, guys, they also do property management and have several rental homes. A lot of the houses they buy, they actually fix them up, improve the community, improve the uh, property value of the area. And some of them turn into rental properties. And these are very well-round, high-class rental properties, even ones that allow the community to kind of have a way of how they renovate them and get input from the people around them, which is absolutely one of the coolest things ever. 
And so I want y'all to know this, this is a place to go check out. So if you're interested in looking for a rental home, go check them out and fill out one of their questionnaires and they might even have a place for you to live. That is iBuyDeSoto.com. Now, the Mississippi legislature began this year's session on Tuesday, January the 4th, with many big items set to be addressed over the next few months. There are several noteworthy agenda items, like state income tax elimination, establishing a medical marijuana program, rework of the state referendum process, congressional and state legislative redistricting, along with the banning of critical race theory and a host of efforts to curb the Biden administration's unconstitutional overreach that has come to our state in the form of employer vaccine mandates. It hasn't taken long for some contention to build, as on Thursday, January the 6th, some heated discussions started on a congressional redistricting plan, and it has been argued that Congressional District House is too large since it has lost over 65,000 people over the past decade. Many in the Senate currently have COVID, so it has been dismissed before any legislation was able to be taken. How about that? Former White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany will be featured as speaker at the first annual dinner titled An Evening with Kaylee McEnany, presented by County Seat Lunch Club on February the 5th at 1 Memphis Street. Well, guys, 1 Memphis Street is that uh, venue right there, kind of like downtown Hernando, if you want to know the generalized area. Next, guys, DeSoto County residents have an opportunity to save on their property taxes each year if they apply and receive a homestead exemption. It is a special provision in the state tax laws that will reduce property taxes on a primary home if the homeowner applies for it. Please visit DeSotoCountyNews.com to see the entire list of things needed for it, and a link will be in our show notes. Yeah, I was going to try to list everything that was going to be needed and the reasons why you can get it. Oh my goodness, is there a lot of reasons that you can get this. <laughs> so, a lot of people should be able to qualify. There you go. The teacher of the year is DeSoto Central Middle School math instructor Rachel Janine, who is in her eighth year at DeSoto Central Middle School and is on her 11th year as a teacher. Now, it looks like there is a misspelling in the administrator of the year because I don't see Zach Sims. But all joking aside, Hernando High School principal Dwayne Case was selected as the district's administrator of the year. So congratulations to both of them. Uh, Coach Case. Coach Case was my uh, ninth grade, 10th grade health teacher. And he is famous for trash ball okay <laughs> which uh you know i'm calling him out on this we call it, we would do health class and so our study uh method for any test was is that he would put questions on the board divide this class into two teams he would take a bunch of trash paper tape it all together into a ball and put a trash can into the corner of the room and if you answer the question correct you got a point and you got to shoot the basketball to get points to increase and whoever got to the total amount of points wins and gets you know, maybe a few extra points in the test or something like that. It really encouraged you to study. It was fun. And he made fun of you when you missed. <laughs> Which so, is also one of the most important things, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll build a little bit of the tough skin. No, nothing That's too absolutely bad. correct. But, but congratulations, to turn, Dwayne. He's a great guy. Great, great guy. And to see him to still have that kind of passion and everything going this far into his career, absolutely congratulations. Absolutely. Supervisor Michael Lee Monday was named the DeSoto County Board of Supervisors Board President for the coming year. Supervisor Ray Dennison will be chosen as the vice president for the year. Congratulations to both of them. Now the next thing is something that none of us like, but it has provided for the city of South Haven a quite a bit. And there is a huge list of things that is provided on DeSoto County News. But South Haven's penny for parks, the one cent restaurant tax, was up for appeal. And this tax has, as I said, done wonderful things to help lead massive growth in the city, specifically for parks, Snowden Grove, Central, 
everything that's happening in the area, and it typically only gets a two to four year appeal extension. Well, something unique happened, as Muscle White said, we are growing at a bigger rate than we could have ever done, and he pushed and got a 10 year extension with it. So this wow, is a huge. this is a tax that's going to be sticking around. It lets us continue to build bigger and better things throughout the city. So just be able to be prepared for what's coming our way. That's awesome. Guys, we'll move on to our Alderman meeting. And good thing about this Alderman meeting is what you call short and sweet. Yeah, we've already tweeted out the biggest news that, well, came out of it. And <laughs> so, right. Zach, you already handled it. You want to go yeah, ahead? Yeah, the city GIS manager, guys, is Scott Trapolino, was awarded the Mayor's Award, which included a $200 provided by donations from our lovely community. We want to say congratulations to him. They awarded him for his ex- amazing work he did this past month. And I know Mayor Adams was extremely pleased and really enjoys how this is having such a positive impact. Yes, I, he had a huge part in the sewers that were redone in downtown and everything. And that's what got him awarded for it. He just started YouTubing how to do sewer plans from scratch. And my goodness, he did everything that the city needed. That's awesome. When spring arrives, do you wish your yard was as nice as your neighbor's or maybe the best in the neighborhood? There is a company that can grant your wish, and that is Master Lawn. They have been serving the Olive Branch area for over 25 years. They have amazing courteous service and results that are unbeatable. If you go to their website, masterlawninc.com, which is that is spelled masterlawninc.com, you can check out all the services they offer, as well as a user-friendly quote system to get you started. If you prefer to use the phone, you can always contact them at 901-250-0873. All right, guys, we're going to move into our jokes. As always, we hope we get you a little giggle. Cash! Why are seagulls named seagulls when most of the time they hang out by the bay, shore, and the beach? I don't know. I just didn't want to call them bagels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cash, oh. you know, it's New Year's resolutions, stuff like that. You know, people are going to fitness, places like that, yoga. So my yoga instructor I've tried out today, he was drunk. A little bit of kombucha, a little oh. too much on over. You really put me in an awkward position. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I tell you I got banned from doing uh, like the P90X yoga in uh, junior college? Uh, so, is this appropriate for podcasting? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, <laughs> n- nice little funny story. So during junior college, you know, it's one of those helmets kind of things. They're trying to break you. We had 90 minutes of running outside starting at one. Then the offensive lineman, you know, we got to go lift weights, do 90 minutes in the weight room. Then we had a P90X. So... I am just done, absolutely cooked by the time that the third thing of the day is P90X. We're doing a nice little yoga thing. I can't try to figure it out. Warrior pose, start bending over. Lo and behold, balance, gone. Now, I know, as you see in my coach, I never really like to fall. I love to stumble, do anything I can to regain my balance. So, you know, do a nice little spin past one person, dive over the next, leap over the next person, nice little third in line, see the wall. Like I, if I leap over the person, a okay wall catches me. Ha ha! Drywall, nothing inside of it. Go straight through the wall. Wow! And I wow. was further banned from doing P ninety X as I land on a person doing squats. Which thank goodness for safety bars, as they caught that person as I took out his knees. Where is the video of this? I've got, Thankfully, I, I, nowhere. <laughs> but uh, the next day was us being able to tear down the drywall in the old weight wow. room. Wow. 
So wow. anyone at Northeast that is now enjoying a nice little new weight room, you're welcome. Yeah. You, you no, are no, welcome from no, no. Uh, my pain and joy. <laughs> awesome. All right, Cash. Hey, Cash. The other day I was looking at myself naked in the mirror and I realized something. That the mirror's broken? No. I'm probably going to get kicked out of Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. All right, guys, oh. that's all the jokes we got for today, guys. Uh, remember, we hope that you're not just completely offended, and we hope instead that you're going to your podcast catching app and you're pressing the subscribe button and letting your friends know this is what you want to go listen to. These two guys are fools and give you good news at the same time. We're going to move on to our motivational message, guys, and we want to present our new advertisers, and that is the DC Dragons. Guys, this is a club right here in Olive Branch that promotes karate and cheer, believe it or not. They do two different phases that handles the entire gambit when it comes to your family. Let's talk about the karate side, guys. Here's some of the things they offer that I know you're going to love this. They do traditional martial arts, classic Okinawan weapons training, self-defense. They focus on confidence building. They do sparring competitive martial arts training get this they don't do any billing there is no contracts they have flexible options to pay you can do it by the class by the month three months six months a year whatever you're comfortable with you are taught by a certified master and active competitor as well as they have a family plan where you have the option to train alongside your child. This is a great way to bond as well as stay in shape. Well, and you bring up some key things. You said a three-month and a way to stay in shape. Well, it is the new year, so go ahead and let it be the new you and exercise in a nice, fun way. But right now, they have their beginning of 22 new year kind of plan going on. You get three months of unlimited karate classes, a DC Dragons karate t-shirt, free registration, free testing for your first belt, uniform, a locker at the facility for three months, bumper sticker, headband, and 10% off of your sparring gear, which the sparring is a little bit of things that you were highlighting earlier today. The only thing missing is the kitchen sink. Well, and you can get that too, all for one low price of $200. So go ahead, throw in that kitchen sink and see if your life can change in a more positive way with some self-defense classes. Yeah, Cash, I'm looking forward to this. Believe it or not, I ran into the, the, the owners of this when I was actually looking for my daughter as a place to possibly check out. I would love her to get into this. I'm more of a parent that thinks about my daughter and self-defense, mm-hmm. being able to handle yourself. And I was thinking, this is awesome. But get this. While I'm checking out stuff for the daughter, we look over here and there's this, in, this amazing cheer program they have that goes with it. Now, get this. The DC Dragons are part of the Nationwide Champion Force Athletes Program. Now, as somebody who's not very smart or knows what that means evidently that is a big deal when it comes to cheer they offer a competitive program they do ages from four to 18 all the way from levels one to seven and they have a team for every single level all the way from beginner to elite they only practice one day a week and it's the most affordable gym in the entire area especially all the branch Again, they work on building confidence, learning uh, teamwork, leadership skills. And not only that, they have won state championships. They have been the Redline Championship, as well as a National Youth Athletic Association five-time national champion. Guys, this is a legit program right here in Olive Branch. I mean, being able to compete in some of these state and national competitions is going to be one of the biggest things for anybody trying to get into cheering, especially when you have such major cheer colleges in the area like Ole Miss and Memphis doing everything that they can. So if it's something that you're looking forward to, this is a great way to get into it or 
to even excel in some of those harder classes. No doubt. Guys, go check them out on Facebook right now to see those exclusive deals, all their promotions going on, and ways to contact. That is at DC Dragons. Cash, why don't you tell them where they're located? They are located at 8155 Highway 178 in Olive Branch, Mississippi. You can go ahead and give them a call at 901-585-3738. All right, guys, we have our motivational message, and it is Chief Tecumseh who is going to give you a cool poem or message. It's called Go Live Your Life. I think the title speaks for itself, so we're going to go right to the audio now. So, live your life that the fear of death can never enter your heart. Trouble no one for their religion. Respect others in their view and demand that they respect yours too. Love your life, perfect your life, beautify all things in your life. Seek to make your life long and its purpose in the service of your people. Prepare a noble death song for the day when you pass over the great divide. Always give a word or a sign of salute when meeting or passing a friend, even a stranger, when in a lonely place. Show respect to all people and grovel to none. When you arise in the morning, give thanks for food and the joy of living. If you see no reason to give thanks, the blame lies only on yourself. Abuse no one and no thing, for abuse turns the wise into fools and robs the spirit of its vision. When it comes your time to die, be not like those whose hearts are filled with the fear of death, so that when their time comes, they weep and pray for a little more time to live their lives over again in a different way. Sing your death song and die like a hero going home. You never know how much you need to hear these things until you are able to actually hear it and sit down and absorb everything that comes from them because they really are some great life-changing motivation in there. Absolutely. It's a great, great, great poem, great message, and um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. All right, guys, on to our new segment for this year. We are putting in random facts you likely didn't know, and I got a couple of them today that I, when I read them, I was like, that makes sense, but I'm happy I know that now. We hope you enjoy them, too. Number one, on the night of August 1st, 1981, yes, I was one years old at that time, MTV was launched, and the opening sequence for the network featured footage from the Apollo 11 launch simply because it was public domain and was free to use at the time. It was that opening sequence that connected MTV's image with astronauts, and that is why the MTV Video Movie Awards hand out the Moon Man Trophy as their reward. 
I honestly had no idea about why there was the connection. I did know that that was their launching thing, but why? I couldn't have told you it was because it was free public domain use and bravo by them for just doing something funky off the wall that honestly fit their brand for quite a long time until it became whatever it is now. Yeah. All right. Number two, guys. In January of 2003, Marvel, which is known for comic books and now the billion-dollar movie and TV franchise under Disney, successfully argued in court that mutants are not people and thus got to pay a lower rate on X-Men toys production instead of the higher rate for dolls because they are not humans. I mean, they just fit that X-Men mold perfectly. (laughs) It was just like, we're going to hate you because you are not humans and you deserve less. And so why not get the same exact out of our toy production? Oh, that is toy quality. Toy quality in the crapper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is something that is absolutely gross. But I mean, it is a reason why they are a billion dollar movie in TV franchises because you're able to cut costs where you need to. Yeah, it's, it's unreal. Well, guys, we hope y'all enjoyed that new segment. We're going to try to bring y'all some crazy or unique or things you just probably didn't know facts every week to try to spice it up. But considering facts, we also always have to keep up with our local facts. And this fact of the week is brought to you by Rob Long of the Soda County Museum, which is located in Hernando on Commerce Street, right across from the Area 51 ice cream shop. Guys, they are open Tuesday through Saturday and have numerous exhibits for your viewing and learning pleasure. Do not miss out. Here's a crazy one for you. Back in 1978, the DeSoto County Tribune, which at that time was publicated in all the branch, in my understanding, on the front page had an article that lets you know that you could buy a piece of soil or sod from an Elvis Presley ranch for $10 an inch. That is just absolutely absurd. <laughs> <laughs> so, back in the 70s, believe it or not... um. Elvis Presley owned the Circle G Ranch, which is in Horn Lake, and then he sold it. And the people who owned the ranch later decided they would try to sell, you know, pieces of the land with the moniker that it was Elvis Presley's ranch. Yeah, I mean, it's an easy way to make 10 bucks. I was going to say a buck, but I mean, 10 bucks an inch. You know, so my first thought, Cash, was so I get to go over there and get an inch of grass. I'm going to go plug it in my yard and say, I got Elvis Presley yard. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. It's more like buying stock where you get to buy a well, I don't think share of an acre it stays there though I, I think this is more like that green bay packers thing you know where someone gets like hey you are a shareholder of the green bay packers but it doesn't actually give you anything they just have like a sheet that says you're <laughs> you a part it. owner yeah I, I think that's more along the lines of what this yeah is. i think that's how it was going but believe it or not yes you could actually buy an inch of elvis Presley you could soil. say you bought an inch of elvis Presley soil <laughs> That's a, that's a crazy little <laughs> fact. Thanks again, Rob, for another cool fact for our local area. All right, guys. So another one we're going to throw in here is we've got TV and movie reviews. And there was a couple things that came out over the holiday. And, of course, the biggest one was Spider-Man No Way Home. As Also, we're going to talk about Hawkeye, the new Disney series or Marvel series, as we were just talking about, as it came out and wrapped up over the Christmas holiday as well. Cash, were you able to see both of these? I was not, so I'm going to step out as soon as you start talking about Spider-Man No Way Home because there's no way I have avoided this for this long to have this movie spoiled for me. Oh, yes, people. We are going to say a few things that might be a little spoilerish, so you might want to uh, not Mm -hmm. listen, but I'll try to keep it as uh, G-rate as possible and just kind of talk about what I liked and what I didn't like. 
And uh, I won't give you any conclusions at the end. How about that? All righty. Oh, well, first we'll talk about Hawkeye since both of us talk, watched Hawkeye. Cash, what was your immediate reaction to Hawkeye? Initially, the first episode, I thought it was bad. thought it was really cheesy and I wasn't going to like it, but sucked through with it. And even just as quickly as episode two, it became a lot more tolerable. I enjoyed a lot of what they were doing. We were talking a little bit pre-show how it was nice to just see humans, you know, just kind of deal with those kinds of problems and not have to worry about all of the superpowers or anything going else with it. I thought the action for the most part was done really well. The plot lines all kind of made sense. They made nice little just normal interactions. That is something that was very enjoyable. And overall, I would just tell everybody to watch it. And if you have kids or little girls that want to get into this kind of thing, this is a nice, easy way to do that. I agree with you, Cash. I think the overall the series was strong. Um, I did have some issues with some of the uh, you know closing parts of the series. Yes, we. we. Um, I will say that, uh, but I I do like that they did not have a global destruction you know situation. It was more low key, local to an area, solving old problems mm-hmm. before creating new problems, introducing a girl who idolized a superhero, and how that relationship dynamic you know flourishes. I love that they introduced Tharping. You know, if people don't know what that is, you know, that's, you know, live action role play. And uh, there is a massive group up at Overton Park that does this, I believe, every Saturday. I've gone and watched them do a lot believe of LARPing. Believe it or LARPing. not, LARPing, when it comes to it, is, is that we've seen it over at Olive Branch Park it, as well. Really? I sure have. I've seen them over there practicing for So it is here local in Olive Branch as well. Uh, again, LARP, that is, you know, live action role play. That's why it's called LARP. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, foam swords, foam bows and arrows, you know, but they dress Fantastic up. Fantastic outfits. outfits. Like, I mean, it's so- really almost as close as you get to cosplay yes. and being active with it, you know. So, really, really cool. Um, so, again, I would give uh, Hawkeye out of 10. I would give it like six, seven and a half. Uh, it had some issues with some different parts and my character, but I don't want to spoil that for you guys. I think it's something you do need to watch. It's a good, fun, family entertaining watching show. Uh, I think you would enjoy it. Yes. And uh, it's going to be key to the Marvel future. So, I mean, if you are somebody who is a completist, I think that you will happily be able to get through this. Absolutely. All right, guys. The next one we're going to talk about Spider Man No Way Home. This was the biggest blockbuster probably of the year for Marvel. Uh, unbelievable amount of money made. Uh, it was a three-hour movie that brought in the you know the Marvel multiverse that was going into the whole deal. This movie uh, personified everything that tried to uh, solve the Spider-Man issue, where you had multiple Spider-Men, multiple different things going on, and they collapsed them all together to make a really interesting story, as well as bringing a lot of different villains in, cool cameos. And an interesting plot twist when it comes to the original story. Guys, overall, the movie was great. It did suffer from a few spots where they were uh, conversations were too long between different characters. And then there was a little bit of issues when it comes to superheroes' abilities versus villains' abilities that didn't quite make sense. And if you were a comic purist, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about if you were watching the movie. So overall conclusion, I would give the movie a strong 8 um, you know, seven and a half to eight. Uh, it did lack on some, you know, parts where it didn't quite make sense, such as making cures and other things in a high school <laughs> uh, chemistry lab, which was almost comical. But other than that, the chemistry, the dynamic, the character, the acting, as well as the actors in it, did a fantastic job, and it is definitely a well worth watch. Well, wow, there's a very easy way to just not be able to hear anything. Just cover your ears, rub it like you're a DJ. Voila, hear nothing. (laughs) I hear you, brother. I hear you. 
Is your home or business in need of some restoration work? Maybe a water pipe burst or you have some storm damage? There is an expert company right here in DeSoto County that can handle all your needs. Brian Rowe and his team of DeSoto Cleaning does expert restoration work. They will make sure the job is perfect to your satisfaction. Look them up on Facebook at DeSoto Cleaning LLC and that is the capital LLC. They also provide other cleaning service such as steam cleaning carpets, tile, and grout. Or if you'd like to call them on the phone today, you can call them at 662-710-2698 or you can email Brian personally at R-O-W-E underscore 41 at hotmail.com. Guys, we're going to move over to our sports section. So Cash, take it away, brother. Yeah, we want to go ahead and give some applause or roses to people who deserve them as the Mississippi Association of Coaches on Thursday announced the rosters for their North All-Star Basketball game and the Mississippi-Alabama All-Star Game. Both of these will take place at the conclusion of the regular season and tournaments. The North All-Star Game will pit the best primarily junior class players from the North and the South, and the games will be held on Saturday, March 19th at Mississippi College in Clinton. And there was only one person from DeSoto County men's-wise to make this team, and that was Horn Lake's Kylan Dip Purnell, who was named to the men's team. On the women's side, we had... India Bowen of Horn Lake, Demia Cummings of Hernando, and Tylen Payne of DeSoto Central. We had zero boys selected to play in the men's Alabama-Mississippi game, which absolutely blows my mind. And the girls had two selections in, Janiah Jones of DeSoto Central and Rima Piggies of Olive Branch. That's uh, that's <clears throat> very interesting. Yeah, I don't know if there's necessarily snubs just because there's so many schools in the area, but knowing that we, I feel strongly in saying this, are a mecca of basketball over here uh, in DeSoto County, especially on the east side, that we should have more than three players total, you know, go into this kind well, of thing. I can say this, you know, after going to the game last night versus Center Hill and Olive Branch and, and knowing the coaches other places, there is no school in our county that has that one marquee player that is looking at a Memphis, a Kentucky, a yeah. Ole Miss, Division One major program. And so typically that goes hand-in-hand hand when it comes to your you know, North-South and Miss Owl and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I, it doesn't surprise me as much as I know. In the past, we've always had a couple, you know, and somewhere That's in the fair. counter. So I think this year we're very good team-oriented-wise, not on individual talent-wise, if that makes sense. Um, don't get me wrong. Now, but every team has some great players. I mean, all the branches got a, a couple of good ones. Horn Lake's got that guy. Like Carmen's got a good one. Uh, you know, even Center Hill's got a couple guys that are going to junior college. Um, Hernando. I mean, so like everybody's got some good players that are going to be playing next level, just not the, the marquee, marquee player if, per se. So, um, you know, it doesn't surprise me if you want to look at it that way. So now that we have that out of the way, we did have some basketball that was taking place. There were some games that we'll go ahead and cover that happened on Tuesday as Center Hill was able to play Ridgeway and they won 83 to 61 with Jamal Ross leading the way with 17 points and Deshaun Dunn with 16. That's right. It was a good game. Uh, Ridgeway is not as good as they used to be. Um, you know, that's a school that fluctuates in attendance so much. They were a 3A powerhouse in almost every sport for years, absolutely for years. And then things changed, and they suddenly had a population boom, and they went up to 5A, and they really, really struggled. And then now you have this COVID stuff going on. They're really struggling over there with their kids and their attendance and stuff. And so it looked like they were having some issues with that, and the team wasn't all, you know, just didn't seem like the normal Ridgeway team. I was expecting a true, true just get-after-it barn burner. 
Um, but Center Hill was hot. I mean, so like that 83 points, that's good. That's a good total <laughs> for them. And so they were doing really good. So I, it didn't matter if Ridgeway was good, bad, or ugly. And they weren't bad by any means. It just wasn't the Ridgeway of old. You know, usually Ridgeway always has that one or two marquee players. And uh, Center Hill just took it to him. You know, it was, it was a great game for uh, Coach Forbes and the kids. Great W. Yep. And then the other game that happened on Tuesday was Lewisburg taking down Pontotoc 55-51 to with Hayden Drumright leading the way with 22 points and Noah Jorgensen having 16 as well. Now we're going to go ahead and get into district play as Olive Branch took down Center Hill 74-62 to with Center Hill's leading score being Jaden Rankins at 17 points. Yeah, he had a he had a good game. I got to watch this one uh, in person. This is always a very very hostile basketball game. The OB Center Hill uh, matchup is a real big rivalry. This has been two years since they got to play each other. Uh, you know, between COVID and changing the you five know, A six A things of that nature. Uh, but it is truly truly an impressive uh, event, um, guys. All the branch was just on par. They they were they scored at will. Uh, they were able to live in the paint and make easy layups, tip-ins, and occasional three. Um, they have a phenomenal guard set that does really, really well. Um, and they were just hot. Uh, Center Hill, believe it or not, had their chances. They uh, had some great momentum. But their shooting for, uh, percentage was atrocious. Could not make a perimeter shot save their life. We're not getting tip-ins like we needed to. And, uh, you know, the game was actually out of hand for a good while. And then they tried to, they came back pretty strong at the end. Unfortunately, you know, with the downplay of the entire ball game, which was the killjoy, was that the officiating kind of was bad on for both teams. You know, don't get me wrong. People go, oh, you know, he's complaining about it. You know, Center Hill getting officiated wrong. No, they even they uh, they fouled out their number one player by mistake. You know, I mean, they made him sit down in the fourth with five fouls, and he wasn't even the guy who fouled. I mean, they 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 tried to correct it. This on the officiating was garbage. It was horrible, you know, and I hate when officiating dictates how a game's ebbs and flows go. Yeah, and there especially was when you just have so many stops and starts. Oh. And like you said, if you sit a player who shouldn't even be sitting yeah, by it, giving that wrong, people foul. were just shaking their heads, you know. Um, and it was just, you know, it just it was just sad. It was just sad to see it go down that way. And then when we get to the girls' side, it's even worse. Yeah, you know, and there's so, a poor way to start conference play, and hopefully we'll be able to get some officiating fixed and get some better ones in there. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, yeah. <laughs> The next district game was the Sutter Central as they took down Lewisburg 58-40 as Dorian Whitley led the way with 17 points and Deontay Green added another 14 over Lewisburg. Yeah, the Sutter Central has gotten hot at the right time. Uh, you know, they struggled a little bit in the you know last semester when we were talking about in the fall, um, you know, but Coach is doing a fantastic job and uh, they, 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 they brought it to them. And the Sutter Central was highly motivated, uh, played a great game. <clears throat> I talked to a person that was at the game. Uh, you know, they were shooting well. It was very a de- very defensive game for a while. Um, but, uh, you know, Lewisburg actually played semi-decent. But when you say 40 points, that's a struggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, most of the time, if you're not breaking over 50 in a basketball game, then it's either a very defensive or nobody was hitting shots, you know. And so I know that's yeah. tough for Coach Tipton. Um, but, you know, that's just the first game. You know, you got two other district opponents. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of opportunity. Again, remind y'all guys, uh, district play is purely all it does is give you your seating for the district tournament. And the district tournament is actually what decides whether or not you go to the playoffs, which is absolutely bananas to me. And I think is an absolute injustice to a team that has played well, performed well, and worked hard all year. 
Uh, but, you know, it could benefit a team that gets hot at the right time and a team that's uh, getting cold at the wrong time. They could be going home and putting their stuff on mothballs. Now we're going to head on over to the women's side as Center Hill defeated Ridgeway 65-22. to My goodness, that is a shellacking. Dominique Collins leading the way with 18. Kaylee Prentice with 14. Yeah, this is a situation like I was telling you earlier. Ridgeway was not a Ridgeway of old. Yeah, they just weren't um, ready. And here's They couldn't get an inbound. They couldn't inbound the ball? Couldn't get an inbound. What do you call it? You know, we played some press and, you know, um, some defense a lot of times. Or we play, play them hard man up, you know, going up and down the field. They couldn't get the ball inbound. That if they did get them inbound, they couldn't get it to the other court. They struggled. Um, you know, Coach Owens, uh, you know, took advantage of the situation and played a strong, strong defense. Got a lot of points off of the transition and turnovers. Play how you should. And, I mean, sometimes it just leads to ugly scores like that, and sometimes you just well, have more talent on one side. We're usually on the other end of that stick. We, yeah. We, I mean, she went from a team a couple of years back that had a hard time getting inbound or get it down the court. And so, you know what it feels like, you know. And so, it gave those kids motivation to learn from it, get better. And, uh, you know, it was a good win for, for our girls. That way to turn a negative into a positive eventually and show what growth can actually do for a team Absolutely. right there. Absolutely. The other game was Pontotoc defeated Lewisburg 55-45. to We don't really have many stats or anything on that no. game. Just something that happened. We want to give you an update on the score. So now we're going to head into district play as, unfortunately, Olive Branch defeats Center Hill again, this time on the female side, 68-54. to Not afraid to call it, Cash. You know, congrats to Olive Branch. They got the W. The girls played hard. Um, but officiating took the game away. 100%. The center hill was winning the entire game going into the fourth quarter. To see that the score ends up with Olive Branch up 14 points. Correct. And center hill was leading the game for the majority of it. Living half, third period, and doing great. And then suddenly, um, it was really the just propensity playing a lot more of fouls called in the fourth skyrocketed in the fourth period against center hill. Now, I'm not, I'm not taking away the win for Olive yeah. Branch whatsoever. Olive Branch was shooting and played good basketball. Uh, Trinity, please, and, um, you know, uh, Rima were doing fantastic. The team was dynamic. They played good, and they made shots. And I'm not saying we would have won. I'm just saying that score reflects how <clears throat> they took away the competitiveness of the ball game where, you know, it just it – A little bit of the air got taken out of the right. ball. Right. It, it really was. Olive Branch very much could have gone ahead and win anyway. Yes. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is is that – the referees made sure of it. Okay. That's what the, that's the deal. And so I think when they play again, that's going to be a true test. Hopefully the officiating is a little differently. Like I said, it just seemed very lopsided. How much so that when I'm standing there and I see people on the Olive Branch side shaking their head at calls that are going in Olive Branch's favor, then you know. Like, you, then you, know. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. There's going to be people who listen to this or see this going, oh, you're bellyaching, you're a Center Hill baby, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm telling you, I had a lot of friends over there in Olive Branch. Heck, I was sitting next to Dale Dickerson, the Alderman yeah. and stuff like that, and a few other people, you know, and everybody saw it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you just don't say anything because it benefits your team, but everybody saw it. Okay. So, I mean, it is what it is. The girls played great. Great. It was a great game for Center Hill, and it was a great win for Olive Branch. So, I mean, a lot of positives came out of it. Just unfortunate that kind of stuff happens. We'll be looking forward for, to the rematches, I've got to say. Absolutely. Now, in what looks like two teams just grabbing two by fours and slapping each other, we had DeSoto Central defeating Lewisburg 37 to 36, and I still just cannot wrap my head around the score. You know what? I did not hear about this game, and I know DeSoto Central is pretty salty in the girls. 
I just, I've got to, I wish I had gotten the information from coach, but you know, he was slam full yeah. and that was last night. And then it was a, you know, it's not one of those things you want to call a coach after such a tough loss no. and go, what happened? <laughs> you know, um, especially with how DeSoto searched for one, which was with a Janiah Jones layup with 6.8 seconds remaining. So congratulations to her. We already just talked about her being named to the Mississippi Alabama game. She has been on fire all year. So to see her have one of those in her cap is phenomenal. That is good. Congratulations to Soda Central. I know it's a tough loss for Lewisburg, but it, you know, a lot of people were saying Lewisburg were going to struggle in their sports and uh, in basketball. I mean, and uh, if you're been fighting playing, this hard with that DeSoto yeah, Central team, been, you're doing something, you're right. doing something right. So congratulations to those girls on that love. That loss is tough, but that's not a death nail by any means. No, not by any means. And that is going to wrap up our show. Hopefully everyone likes the new format that we had going on. Thankfully, there is no more Monday Night Football for me to lose any people extra money. So hey, there we go. Godsend. Godsend. I, <laughs> honestly, I don't know if I could have picked that bad if I was trying. So there's that little side note of it. <laughs> Guys, we really do hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed some of the new format. Hope you enjoyed our new advertisers. Really give them a look and a call. A check-in. They are really, really good. Um, we actually have a few more advertisers going to be joining us pretty soon. Getting a few things set up for those uh, folks. And you'll be loving to hear that we're trying to make it where we have an avenue to have resources for everything that the average person wants to know. We're looking to add plumber. We have a, a heating and air person we're adding to the show. Uh, we're looking for, you know, general things. A dentist, a lawyer, a doctor's office. Things that we're checking in with, and we've got some great prospects and talking to people. So we look forward to adding that to the show very soon. So before we go, guys, as always, we hope you listen to our brother podcast down there in Hernando, and that is Under the Water Tower. They do a fantastic job with their Hernando community, much like our show. They have cool, unique facts, words of the week, and several other key things that you might be interested in, especially if you live closer to the area. Go check them out. That is Under the Water Tower podcast. But as always, guys, we hope you, uh, you know. Give us a like, subscribe. Subscribe. If you have a second, give us a positive review on iTunes. It would be a huge uh, benefit to us. It helps our podcast when it comes to our search engine notoriety. And that also helps our community to help bolster them. And as always, thank you again, Lewisburg Community Group. That was great hot topics to talk about. We won't get that every week. But, you know, it's always fun to have a couple of them that everybody has an opinion on and get to chat. But until next week, guys, I am Zach. And I am Cash. And we'll see y'all then.